With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Everybody and welcome to the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG. For the next two hours, Trent Conard and myself will talk sports with you as we do each and every Monday through Friday right here on this radio station or your favorite listening device. We're glad that you joined us and hope that uh, this can become habit-forming for you. We'll do our darndest to do our part. It's a busy show. Now, we're off tomorrow, so we're doing a lot of cramming here today. Uh, Trent is going to be on the air tomorrow. He'll be up at the Dome calling the 1A championship. Uh, Van Meter getting a lot of publicity locally. Good to see that. I think all the TV stations made their way out to uh, Chronicle uh, the team's um, progress, I guess, to this point and to look ahead to this Friday, what would be a, potentially a first state championship football-wise for them. Am I flaunting my 1A knowledge yes, here, Trent? look you at know? you. You've been doing huh? some homework. Well, I mean, thanks to the uh, news crews or the uh, <laughs> the TV crews locally out here. Yeah, but uh, no, great. Um, I'm glad you're going up there for that. It's in the listening area. I mean, people aren't going to have to, you know, try to uh, position their radio to get the signal right. during the day at Van Meter. So uh, I hope that you get a good audience. I do. Yeah, I think there will be a lot of people that have been shut out of the TV coverage that won't be able to watch the games because of the deal with NBC mm-hmm. Sports Chicago. So we'll give it a different uh, different avenue to do it. And the Booster Club is firmly behind you in yeah. Van Meter, and they're spreading the word for you. So yeah. uh, hopefully you'll have a good audience. Yeah, b- big thank you to Dan with the Booster Club. Kind of got wheels in motion here. We got some... Uh, people to jump on with sponsorship. Great. A big thank you to them. So, yeah, it'll be a fun broadcast. We'll take the airways right at 11 o'clock. Uh, 11.07, I think, is the kick time. Van Meter against Regina. And how about that? You get to the title game, and who do you see? Well, the team that's dominated 1A football over Forever. the last seven years. Six of the last seven titles have gone their way. Well, I read the register today. Is it Cody, Cody Goodwin? Godwin? Yes, yeah. Goodwin? Godwin. What? Cody. Cody. From the register. Cody G. He picked Van Meter to win the football game. He did. Yes, picked them to win the game. So uh, I hope he's right. And, I don't know uh, if it's a Regina, but, you know, like to see Van Meter get their first championship. Well, you know my sickness. I, I have a disease. <laughs> yes, you do. What, have, what's the number? <laughs> there, there's a place online that has these. Uh, we're not going to promote it. We're, we will not it say it's illegal. Site. It is illegal. It is offshore. Right. This is, but they have Van Meter, Van Meter favored by 10. Do they? Yeah, well, if the 1A game's up, the 4A game is up, so we may as well get this out of the way. All right, all Dowling right. Dowling is favored by? 10. So is every game 10? No, 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 no. There's there's different lines. I think 2.5 is the Xavier-Pella game tonight. I can't remember which side, but lines are out there. What analytics do the bookmakers cr- uh, crunch to get a number? How on? can you do that? You that I mean, that's the question that I have, I've asked. How do they derive it? Is it some guy down in the Caribbean that these numbers come from? Mm-hmm. Who down there? And what's the limit? There can't be any limit on these games. 
100 bucks? Probably, yeah. Probably not even 500. I, I was, oh, I, I wouldn't think it would be that high. 300 maybe at best? Maybe, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, look, we're, we're, we're certainly not encouraging no, anybody no. to take that. It's high school football, after all. It, they shouldn't have lines on these things. I mean, I love, you and I both love it, right? Yeah. Not, not, yeah. It, but, but I draw a line. Yes. And yes. It's, it's, it's high school to me where that line is drawn. So yeah. anyways, um, coming up on the program today, Trend Social Media is going to... Uh, be very active tonight, let's put it this way, with in regards to the NFL game. Now, it may be active in advance of that if Appalachian State hangs one eye on Iowa State uh, as they, the Puerto Rico tip-off, which has moved to South Carolina due to the hurricane. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the clones go down again. Oh, boy. And, um, and they're favored by, I just looked at that number, 10 and a half, 11. Uh, that doesn't make sense, does it? Well, you know, as, as we said last week before Jason Simmel came on, and he's coming on in nine minutes at 12.15, Vegas doesn't want you to know this right now, but this is when Vegas is at their most vulnerable mm-hmm. because you can beat you can beat the books early in the season when it comes to basketball. Yep. Look, Iowa State was, what, a four-and-a-half-point dog against Mizzou? Mm-hmm. And that's when they thought Porter was going to play. <laughs> right, right. Right, and it was only four-and-a-half points. They were favored against UW-Milwaukee, and look what happened. By 13-and-a-half. By 13-and-a-half. Not and just half. favored, favored by double digits. So Iowa State, right in our wheelhouse, right in our own backyard, is a perfect example of what I've been trying to let you folks know out there, this is when... Now, in football, you can't get them in September. Right. I mean, there you make stumble across a bad line periodically. There are more bad lines when it comes to college hoops early November, and Iowa State is a perfect example of this. I know nothing about Appalachian State. Look, I wouldn't bet the game anyways because it's one of the locals. I've learned my lesson and had to do with Iowa State. <laughs> and it was a tough lesson to learn. And I swear to God I would never do it again, and I won't. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. It seems like a lot of points. We're yes, talking about I. Now, I know Lard and Brace are back in the lineup. Yeah. Right? But are they that good? Are I mean, they... it's not we're, not, we're not talking about Niang and Morris. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not Naz coming down off a zipper screen and knocking down a three-pointer. Right. And, and these are two guys we know nothing about. Basketball. We really don't. We know nothing about either of these you two guys. You didn't follow Old Dominion a lot? Not a whole lot. Yeah. Well, no, he was at Princeton. Tally was at oh, Old Dominion. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm confused. And he didn't even play a whole lot because he had a bunch of knee injuries. He had a couple of them, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. at, at Princeton. On the other side, Cameron Laird. He's a smart kid, but nothing else. Until I see him on the floor this afternoon at 4.32 or whatever the ESPNU. tip-off is. ESPNU. I'm still waiting. I, I want to see him on the court because last year... Was, was he going to get to campus? No, mm-hmm. he's coming. He's coming. Mm-hmm. He's coming. And we got into November. Then they're going to hold him out. And then he finally shows up. Yep. And, and he takes class set. Well, we're going to hold him out. And then this summer, the first uh, Capital City League game, he was set to play, didn't show up. I'm, I'm, you were there, weren't you? I didn't go to that one, but we had a buddy, Mike Jones, who tweets us a lot. Oh, yeah, I like Mike Jones. He was up there, and he said, we were so excited for it and mm-hmm. didn't, didn't show up for that first game. Finally, the second game, though, he was there. I did see him once this summer over at uh, when they're at Valley as opposed to Ankeny. So I have seen him in person, but until I see him wearing Cyclones across the chest on a real basketball well, court, a real coming. game today. Allegedly. You promised me. No, I don't know. I mean, allegedly. That's the I've word. fallen He's for this trap play. before. So, so anyways, that's coming up at 4.30. But that's not why social media is going to explode tonight. That, okay. Again, if, if Iowa State gets beat, it will. But I but during the tonight's football broadcast, we are in for something different. And you know different doesn't sell anywhere. Right. We get our back up when it comes to different. We don't like new things. Now, new things may turn out to be remember when the, the yellow line marker yes. first came into play? Yeah. I remember being on the air and screaming back and forth with Mike Francesa. He doesn't need this. 
This is just another gimmick for the NFL. We don't need. I know what the yard marker you got. The, the the running back needs to get to for a first down. This will never go well. You know, it's 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 yeah. a staple, right? So tonight, the broadcast is going to be for the most part uh, presented by the overhead camera. Remember the Sunday night game yeah. when the fog in New England and the overhead cam was the only this was the only camera that would cut through the fog to show us the play on the field. Mm-hmm. That's what is coming our way tonight with Tennessee and Pittsburgh. So pretty much every play. That's the word that, that for the majority of tonight's broadcast, we are going to see the angle from beyond the quarterback, from behind the kick returner. Mm -hmm. That's the angles we're going to see. So it'll be like watching a game in the end zone for the most part. It'll be like watching like a video game. That's what they're after, the Madden game. Now, I don't play them, so I don't understand them. Is that the view you get when you play a video game? You play, and that's kind of, you get the... That's what they're right after, behind, Trent. Right behind the line. Interesting. And I'm glad you and I'm glad you brought up that example because yeah. that's what they're that's what they're going for. And I just have never played a video game, so I wouldn't know. Never played a video. Never game. played a video game. Pac Man. Played played um um, not Pac Man. There was one other I played it once. Pong. No, not Pong. Donkey Kong. No, I don't know. No, it's over. I played it once. Played it once. It was Pinball. Yeah, I played pinball. Okay, but okay. but anyways, no, I've been video. You're not a I gamer. Played, no, I'm not a gamer. I've learned something new every day. Yeah, not a gamer. Another big shocker. Yeah, Ken Miller is not a now, gamer. Now I bought my fair shares of Playstations. Right. I think every one of the kids got a PlayStation at one point. Yeah. Um, three hundred bucks, right? Somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I bought. Anyways, but that's what we're gonna watch tonight. Huh. And Twitter's gonna explode. Yes. Twitter's yes, gonna go right. crazy. You're right. The gamers are gonna like it. Mm-hmm. But the old guys like me, mm-hmm. the fifty somethings, sixty somethings. You know, people that are used to watching football from the cameras that have, oh, you know, shown us every single football game in our lives up until this point in that same way, tonight's going to be different. NBC broadcast tonight? Yeah, Tariko's got it with Collinsworth. Al Michaels is off. All right. Now, I don't know if it's on NBC. Well, it's the Steelers, so it has to be. Yeah. But it's the NBC broadcast team. It's always on the NFL Network. It's always on the NFL Network. There's a couple of games that they don't think are worthy of you know CBS yeah. or NBC, but with the Steelers, you know, they're they're going to be on NBC yeah. for sure. I'd be shocked. In fact, I'll, I have the paper. Let me look. I'm going to withhold until I actually see it. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to get too fired no, up. No about knee it. jerk. No knee jerk. Right. I'm interested though, and I'm a little intrigued because I can. I still like to be forward thinking from time to time. I get a little fired up mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. some things as I get older, but I will give it a chance. NBC has it. And we'll talk about it Monday. We will. That's uh, where we started. We're off tomorrow because Trent is going to be at the Dome. So we're packed today. In fact, we're overdue to get to our first break. Jason Symbol inside the numbers with Jason. Uh, We will do that. Dylan Monts at 1230. We'll preview Baylor and uh, Iowa State. We will get into the Appalachian State a little bit. And then Tom Caker will be here. Senior day at Kinnick on Saturday. Uh, Tom will preview the Purdue Boilermakers. A lot of people thinking this game is going to be a little bit closer than the point spread would indicate. Uh, they will play the Hawks. And then in the 1 o'clock hour, um, excited to have Stephen M. Sipple. He'll be here as he always is, about one fifteen. And then Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikings. I think it's the game of the week in the NFL. I know there's a little bit of bias with the wheelhouse angle here. You know, one of the, air quote, big four. Vikings-Rams is a massive game. PA will be here for that. Then uh, he, another NFL voice will join him right after that. Mitch Holtis in his regular spot will preview the Chiefs as they come off their bye week to take on the hapless New York Giants. And that will get us out of here at 2 o'clock. Trent and I are here Monday through Friday, noon to 2, talking sports with you on 1700 KBGG.
Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for 2 bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, Food Dudes Delivery. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. For Wolf Construction, A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, wolfconstruction.net. Ian Eagle and Tony Baselli here from Westwood One with a Thursday night football preview brought to you by Jared, the gallery of jewelry, turning feelings into jewelry. That's why he went to Jared. Week 11 kicks off in Pittsburgh with two AFC teams focused on winning division titles, the Steelers and the Tennessee Titans. Should be a good matchup, Tony. Ian, you are correct. Both teams come into this game with a four-game winning streak, and both teams lead their divisions respectively. The Pittsburgh Steelers have a little bit of a cushion, a three-game lead over the Baltimore Ravens, while the Titans are tied in their division race with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Both teams are relying on the rush game. Le'Veon Bell for the Pittsburgh Steelers and DeMarco Murray getting it done for the Titans. All right, Tony, always an exciting atmosphere in Pittsburgh. Join us for the Titans at the Steelers on Thursday Night Football. Remember to listen to Westwood One's coverage of the NFL all season long. Right here on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. This holiday season, he went to Jared because getting her a blender just didn't sound right. Her ideal gift is waiting at Jared, the Le'Veon Collection. Jared has more exclusive Le'Veon pieces than any other jewelry store in the world. And from November 16th through the 26th, visit Jared.com and you'll receive $100 off any Le'Veon purchase. Sound good? That's why he went to Jared. Some exclusions apply. See Jared.com for details. The Home Depot has holiday inflatables. Tons of holiday inflatables. And because Black Friday savings have already started, you can get 25% off over 30 of your favorite holiday characters. Nobody has more outdoor holiday yard decor. Together, we're going all out to the front yard. With 25% off holiday inflatables, the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Offer valid November 16th through 22nd. Limit three per customer. See store for details. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Cap is back. 
Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conn and myself taking you up until uh, 2 o'clock today. Uh, no show tomorrow. Off tomorrow, but back on Monday. Trent will have the 1A championship and the 4A championship on the airwaves. The 1A tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Let's get to Vegas, shall we? Off we go to the desert. Jason Sybil, CG Technology, joins us as he does each and every week. Jason, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Morning, boys. How's it going? Doing fine. I see you haven't figured out Iowa State men's basketball yet, huh? Trying to uh, try try to get a an accurate uh, reading on that team who you know got blown out without Porter. Porter didn't play. Mizzou just still covered uh, convincingly. Last uh, earlier in the week, UW uh, Milwaukee comes in. Iowa State's a big favorite. They get beat outright. They're a ten and a half point favorite today over Appalachian State. Any action on that game at all, Jason? Well, actually, believe it or not, this line moved toward Iowa State. Uh, this game opened minus 10, and it's 10.5 now, so that indicates that a little bit of the early action is actually on Iowa State in that one. So, basketball, as you go through, how about online games? Iowa-Alabama State on Sunday. They played Chicago State tonight. It's grambling. I know that sometimes there's those extra games added. How do you do it when they're taking on the lower, lower ranks of Division One basketball, putting a number up? Well, our per, our, you know, every book does it a little bit differently. We personally don't come up with uh, the numbers for those games. We'll wait to see other books that put them up and mm-hmm. then kind of do a, a job of borrowing those point spreads from those books. So until those books are kind of up at, at elsewhere, we're going to be a little hesitant because, you know, there's, as you guys know, 100 games on a given Saturday, so it's impossible to come up with a good number on every single one of them. Mm. Jason, a lot of people have asked me, and I've told a few people that have asked me uh, via Twitter, why, when, you know, when the over-under totals come out in college football, um, and well, you know, because I've, I've bothered you, it seems like I start bothering you in May since I've been on the radio, and you and I have had this relationship. I start bothering you for the over-under totals uh, and then keep bugging you on a weekly basis because they're um, something that the, you know, the audience just eats up. So I get the question about men's basketball a lot, and why doesn't uh, Vegas put up numbers over-under win totals? And your response, I think, is absolutely right on, and, and honestly... Uh, when you said it to me, it makes perfect sense, and it has to do with all of these holiday tournaments. Yeah, you have these holiday tournaments, and you don't know how many games a team is going to play in a given season. So in college football, of course, barring you know weather cancellations and rare one-offs like that, every team you has a set schedule, and that's the exact amount of games that they're going to play, and you can set an over-under based upon that. But in, ho- in hoops, you've got all of these holiday tournaments, and if you win, you go on, and if you don't win, you don't go on, and then depending upon if you win or if you lose or which other teams win or lose, you don't even know which teams are going to be playing. And because of that, it just makes it very, very difficult to come up with a number, which is why no books do it. Limits a lot different earlier in the season, or if you got a whale that wants to come in there early college basketball, you're going to let him fire. Yeah, it depends kind of on the matchup. So the way that we do it is if there's two teams that are playing, that's kind of like a TV game, a top 25 game, those will be the same limits all year. But, you know, for example, you've got, you know, 
Hofstra against Dayton today. If somebody wants to come in and put a huge bet on that, that certainly would be limited. Um, and then once conference play begins, those limits will open up for everybody. Hmm. Jason, I saw that uh, you tweeted out a ticket from uh, early in the week. Some guy bet five dollars and, and cash for four grand. It was a it was a ten teamer, but I mean that, that that's remarkable that some guy was able to you know to 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 reel off ten basketball games against the number. He bet five bucks on it and was rewarded with a four thousand. You don't see too many of those, I'm guessing. No, no, that that happens. Uh, you know, not sometimes not even once a month, but that happens. You know, ten times a year, a dozen times a year, where somebody will hit one of those huge big payoff parlays. I mean, eight teamers we've seen happen, but a lot of times with the eight teamers, people will put in you know a big favorite on the money line. So you know, somebody puts. You know, Iowa State minus 550 money line today, right? So you're going to win that more often than lose it. But to just go against the spread with every game like that is pretty, pretty uh, impressive. And, in fact, if you, you, know, you can check me out on Twitter, at Jay Symbol, all of those games there were blowouts, and he won them easily with the exception of one. So wow. it was a pretty uh, incredible bet. Well, let's jump into the football side of things. And uh, let's start with Thursday Night Football tonight. A compelling matchup it in is. the NFL. Steelers-Titans. Steelers, one of those national brand teams. Is it pretty standard if you have a national brand, unless they're awful, that's where the public's going to be? Yeah, usually, generally that's the case. And this is, of course, uh, um, you know, one of the better Thursday games that we're going to have. Steelers are a seven-point favorite. That's where the line opened. Not a ton of action yet, albeit so far it's been on the Steelers. But you're right on. You know, Whenever you have a, a public team like this, people love it. And, and being that the Steelers are minus seven, I do expect – a lot of people to bet a tease, put the Steelers in a teaser here, you know, make that line minus a half or minus one or whatever uh, with uh, Pittsburgh. Well, what will be the, uh, the the biggest handle game of the week? Will it be Sunday night football, Eagles in Dallas? I mean, Rams, Vikings earlier with the with the California uh, audience, the proximity to Vegas, and the Rams are doing well. We got a couple of you know seven and two football teams uh, record wise. It's it's outstanding. What will be the uh, what will see the most action in the NFL? Uh, to me, it's a toss-up between two games. It's going to either be Pats Raiders that game, uh, you know, being the the Vegas Raiders, if you oh, will, sure. ground on the stadium here against New England. That game's actually in Mexico City, uh, or the Sunday night game. You know, the standalone games generally do more action, um, and you do have a pretty intriguing matchup between the uh, you know awesome Eagles team and the, the very public Cowboys team. Last night, Jason Maction. Uh, there was a, a full slate of NBA games, some good NBA games last night. How does football do, you know, when it's two you know, teams from there, two games from the MAC against a full slate of NBA? Uh, it depends on the matchups for the NBA, but generally speaking, the football outdoes the NBA. Uh, there, was, there was, let's see, one, two, three, four MAC games, uh, and there was, uh, uh, we did the most handle of the night on Eastern Michigan against Miami, Ohio. So, you know, that's going to outdo any NBA game. And there were some pretty good ones, Spurs, T-Wolves, uh, yep. you know, Sixers, Lakers being an ESPN game, but didn't matter. Still more handle on the MAC football. Have the, uh, as Cleveland, the Cavaliers been good to you guys this year with their struggles? I have to think that, you know, people, tourists come to tell, oh, LeBron's playing. Well, you got to get down on the Cavs. Uh, have they been good to you? The Cavs have been good to us because people were betting on them at the beginning of the season. And then the last few games, they started turning on them. And they, they uh, you know, for example, last night they did cover. So that was ended, ended up being good for us. So generally, um, you know, look, that team's going to go on a nice run. Uh, you know, maybe it won't be until Isaiah Thomas returns. But so far, so good. Um, you know, they, uh, they're against the spread record is, I believe, last in the NBA at 4-10. Wow, that, that's a nice uh, number if you're fading the Cavs all throughout the season. Jason, 
Uh, NFL, I got one more for you. Huge matchup in the NFC with the Rams and Vikings to our neighbors to the north. With that matchup, Case Keenum finally named the starter by Zimmer. Just an odd situation the way that was handled. We know Aaron Rodgers is worth a ton of points. What would be the difference in, in power number, at least for you guys in the Vikings, Teddy Bridgewater as opposed to Case Keenum? Any change at all? Well, there would be a change, and it actually might go the other direction. Keenum's been playing so well. So to give you an example, the opener on this game was Vikings minus one and a half, and that opener was, you know, 75% sure that it was going to be Keenum, but there was that small chance, maybe that one in four chance, one in five chance, that Bridgewater was going to get the start. So again, remember, Vikings minus one and a half. When it was announced that Keenum was indeed the starter, that line went up a full point to two and a half. So, you know, while people might be clamoring for Bridgewater, Keenum has been quite good this year, and the fact that he's playing actually moved this line in the Vikings' direction. Uh, Iowa State, as we move to college, our final couple of minutes here with Jason Symbol, CG Technology out in Las Vegas. Iowa State uh, opened up as a 10-point favorite over Baylor. That number is now down to 9.5. Are you seeing much action on that game, uh, Jason? Quiet so far. You know, look, 10-9, whenever there's a team that's a double-digit favorite and they get bit down a little bit early, it's just sharp action. It's thinking that the number is probably slightly too high. Still a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Pretty early, though. Not a ton of action in that one. Uh, Iowa-Purdue. Iowa's now a seven-and-a-half-point, seven-and-a-half-eight-point favorite somewhere in there. Any action on that? That one, actually, we've taken a little bit of action on Iowa early on. So um, more action on Iowa in total than the Iowa State game. So certainly uh, looks to be the right side there. Jumping into the big game of the weekend in the Big Ten, Wisconsin-Michigan. Badgers. Still favored by more than a touchdown, but looks like at least some early movement after that number. Some places open up right around 10. Yeah, I made this game 9.5 and and then figured because people are kind of not totally in love with Wisconsin because the narrative that they've gotten with a weak schedule that, you know, maybe then we should open at 9. We ended up opening it at at 8, and it's actually been bet down to 7.5. So I actually thought this number's a little short. I thought they should be a bigger favorite. But Michigan has been okay the last few weeks. They've scored, you know, interestingly enough, uh, the Wolverines have actually scored a fair amount of points in each of the last few games. I think they've scored over 33 games in a row. Maybe it's Maybe I'm off on that, but I believe it's three games in a row scoring in the 30s, albeit against Rutgers, Maryland, and Minnesota. But um, I thought this line would be a little bit higher. A couple more we'll let you go, Jason. In regards to that game, it's 11 o'clock Central, so 9 o'clock in the desert. i got to think that you know that's, there's not a lot of you know, marquee games this week. If Michigan-Wisconsin was maybe a night game, you guys would do significantly more handle than the 9 a.m. in the desert kick, right? Absolutely, yes. In fact... You know, it's kind of been the way of, you know, it's kind of happened the last couple of years where you've got some pretty good games at 1230, and then you've got your really marquee games at 5 o'clock, 435 o'clock. And this week is actually pretty funny because the best game is at 9 a.m. You know, there's really not a, a real marquee game uh, kind of in the evening when you look at the slate. So I definitely think that the handle will be suffering. You know, and you look at, uh, you know, the games that are starting later in the day, there's nothing that really sticks out as being a, a big handle game. And last one for me, Nebraska-Penn State is, is kind of different because, you know, you, you, you can see some discrepancy or disparity, rather. I mean, one book will be, you know, 26 and a half, one book will be 27. But it's all over the board on this one, Jason. Penn State, you guys have them right now as 27-point favorite over Nebraska. Some places have it as low as 24 and a half. That's, that seems to be a, a significant difference. Obviously, I mean, uh, you guys have um, they've bet up Penn State at your place by the sounds of things. 
Uh, absolutely. This game opened at minus 24, Penn State minus 24, and like you said, it's all the way up to 27, and lines don't move three points without a lot of bets along the way, so, uh, you know, uh, barring an injury, of course. So Penn State is really getting all the action here. Number on this one was definitely a little bit short, um, so, uh, you know, don't look for a close game in this one. Let's just put it that way. The toast of college football this week is the U after that dominating performance against Notre Dame. They're at home. Bronco Mendenhall brings Virginia to town. 19 points is the number. What kind of money line are you dishing out there at 19 if I want to take a stab on my trip out to Vegas on uh, the Bronco Mendenhall's Cavaliers? Well, f- funny about this one real quick also is you got another early start, right? Yes. I think this game's at 9 a.m. as well. Uh, so um, we're looking at a... Uh, you know, a lot of uh, early action of some of these games that are really have playoff opportunities. Um, you know, generally, if you think you're going to get picked off, it might be early in the morning, albeit 20-point favorites don't traditionally lose a lot. Money line here, if you wanted to take Virginia, thinking maybe Miami with a little bit of a letdown is plus 750. Mm. CG Technologies at the Venetian, the Palazzo, Cosmopolitan, uh, the Palms, Tropicana, the Silverton, the Hard Rock, and headquartered at the M. Jason, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Jason Symbol. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Jason Simple, CG Technology. Dylan Montz on the Cyclones coming up next. We'll follow that up with Tom Kickert on the Hawks. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Stock up and save big this week during the Menard Day Sale. Era Liquid Laundry Detergent gives you twice the cleaning power versus the leading liquid value detergent. A 150-ounce container is only $7.79. Bounty Basic Paper Towels are strong enough to handle everyday spills. Get a 12-pack of Bounty Basic Paper Towels for just $9.99. Get these and other great deals through November 19th during the Menard Day Sale. Plus, a Menard's gift card is always a great gift idea. Save big money at Menard's. As a bee emoji, there's nothing I love more than a strong shot of nectar. But getting behind the wheel when you're buzzed? That makes me want to sting. Drive sober and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. Did I hear that right? Essential Iowa Vapors really having a fifteen ninety five Black Friday deal? Yep, you heard it right. Central Iowa Vapors is offering a starter kit for as low as fifteen ninety five. Wow, that means I gotta tell my mom, my dad, maybe even my aunt and uncle. Pretty much anyone I know that smokes, I need to tell about this. That's right. Black Friday is right around the corner. Stop in for a starter kit for as low as $15.95. Visit iowaesigs.com for location details. And always remember, it's not smoke, it's vapor. The best part about Dell's Black Friday sale is not that they have the lowest prices of the year. It's not just that they have the hottest electronics and tech like the latest laptops with Intel Core processors and the latest gaming PCs. Or that there's free shipping and extended returns on everything. Or that it lasts until November 26th. No. The best part is you can shop these amazing doorbusters while wearing your jam jams. All you got to do is go to dell.com slash Black Friday or call 800 by dell Because why would you put on clothes if you can shop in your comfy pants? 
The Home Depot has the hottest holiday recipes for the kitchen. Up to 40% off appliance special buys and 12 months financing on appliance purchases of $299 or more. Like a Maytag stainless steel refrigerator, just $498, with extra deep door bins for more shelf space and a Black Friday price for more room in your budget. Our lowest prices of the year, now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. See store for details. Credit offer valid through November 22nd. Subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions apply. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The holidays are around the corner, a merry time filled with family traditions and festive celebrations. But it's a hard season for those who have recently lost a loved one. You can help. Manda the Panda needs donations for its Cheer Box program, which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one. Visit amandathepanda.org or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more. That's amandathepanda.org. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Going to get our last look at the Cyclones and the Hawkeyes. We're doing so a day early because uh, we are off tomorrow due to high school football. The 1A state championship will be playing over these airwaves uh, at this time tomorrow. So let's get our last look at the clones a day early, shall we? Tom Caker coming up on the Hawks. But right now, Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune. You can read Dylan and Travis Hines and the whole paper, for that matter, at AmesTrib.com, AmesTrib.com. Dylan, Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on, Dylan Montz. How excited on a scale of 1 to 10 are you to see Waco, Texas? Yeah, it's probably higher than than people would maybe guess. I put it about an 8 or 9. This has kind of been an interesting year. It's uh, 
my first time seeing a lot of these different cities uh, sure. earlier. Uh, last month it was Lubbock, which was kind of interesting, and then Morgantown, which is totally different from that. And then <laughs> Waco kind of sounds like it's its own thing, too. So it should be an interesting trip for sure. Well, I hear the stadium's first class, so yeah. if, if, if nothing else, uh, you got you got that look, to look forward to. Uh, but let's save the basketball for the end since we started uh, with football. Uh, I know you've had the coordinators this week. You've had Coach Campbell this week. Uh, from what you're listening between the lines, Dylan, who do you think is going to be the quarterback on Saturday? Do you think it's more likely to be Kyle Kemp? Uh, I I kind of get the sense it'll be Zeb Nolan. Um, okay. They're they're really kind of uh, cautious with Kyle Kemp right now with this arm injury or shoulder injury or however it's uh, being classified. Although Matt Campbell uh, did say again yesterday that he expects Kemp to be available. Uh, on Saturday against Baylor, but to what degree his health is, is kind of up in the air. So there's still a lot of uncertainties, and I think a lot of things um, can maybe get ironed out a little bit further today and tomorrow, and they'll kind of maybe get a little bit better sense. But I I kind of would probably lean a little bit more towards that Nolan being the guy. Uh, well, Kemp, um, I mean, he'll dress out, right? He would be the backup if something you know happened to Zeb Nolan. Would he? I mean, I know Joe Lanning's on the roster, so it's always not easy to slide him in because he's got middle linebacker duties. But would would the would Kemp be the backup in a perfect scenario? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, again, Matt, Matt Campbell kind of classified him as available. Okay, so I think um, I think he'll be dressed out and. and I don't, maybe it's too far to say that it'll be an emergency backup kind of plan for Tim to to be the guy, but I think he'll be available if something you know were to go wrong. Uh, whether he plays or not, again, it is is kind of uh, going to be the thing to watch. Last couple of weeks defensively, Iowa State. Uh, Gabe's has given up a ton of yards. There was also a ton of points a week ago against Oklahoma State. They were able to keep West Virginia away from the end zone in the second half. But you think it's maybe this defense starting to hit a wall, or just frankly they're playing a couple of talented offenses? Yeah, against Oklahoma State, I think you just got to give credit to that offense. They were going to get their yards and put up their points, and, and they did that. They were able to exploit it with Mason Rudolph and you know Justice Hill on the ground, and, and so the eight men had those two touchdown catches. West Virginia, I think, was a little bit more, um, again, the, the issues that kind of cropped up there were some of the big plays that kind of bit them in the first half and that they were able to clamp down on that a little bit more in the second half. So I think um, the Oklahoma State game isn't necessarily what the identity of this defense is because they've, they've proven that they are capable and have kind of uh, held, teams in, held teams in check for the most part at other points in the season. So, um, you know, I think this is probably a game where they can kind of get back to that a little bit more and, um, Baylor's offense still does have playmakers at different points on it, but they are um, they, they they do have a, a freshman quarterback in Charlie Brewer who has played well, but again, is just a freshman. So there's some things there that you can maybe exploit a little bit. But it'll be interesting to see a week after um, what did happen against Oklahoma State if they can kind of regroup and, and kind of get back to their old form here. Uh, it seems inevitable that David Montgomery's going to break through the 1,000 yard barrier. Is the offensive line more excited about that milestone or the running back? Because I, I get the sense that Montgomery kind of, um, you know, he's neither here nor there. He just wants, he wants the football, but it, it doesn't seem like that's a big deal to him reading your stuff, Dylan. Yeah, he doesn't really get excited about numbers and milestones and, and things like that. I think the idea or the subject was brought up to him after the game against Oklahoma State and about how, how close he was. I think he's inside 70 yards of, of reaching without 1,000. And 
he said he had no idea if he was that close. I, I, I really don't think he pays attention to stuff like that. He's just kind of, you know, one of those guys that kind of uh, stays locked into the moment and doesn't really kind of think big picture in that way. So I think if you had to pick between him or the offensive line, get a little bit more excited, I, I would say it was the offensive line. I know a couple of years ago when Mike Warren did it, um, they all took a lot of pride in having that kind of be a team effort a little bit, and I'm sure the same will be um, the same will be felt and said and thought about when uh, when David Montgomery uh, does get there. So, with the Big Twelve championship game for all intents and purposes out the window, I guess there would still uh, if chaos happen. You know, Kansas pulling upsets and things like that. Good, <laughs> but that's gone. Uh, with that gone, is there you know was there any change in the demeanor? Any change from these guys after? where they were after October compared to where they are now? Yeah, I really haven't seen any. And I think, uh, you know, certainly um, it's probably, there's probably a little bit of disappointment that the Big 12 title game is off the table. But I think when you're talking about a program that had won uh, 11 games coming into this year, when anybody on the roster has been there, when you think back to 2011, Joel Lanning is a true freshman in red shirt that year. They won three games, and obviously you've been, been tough sledding ever since up until this year. So when you talk about 11 games uh, total won in that four-year span to go and win six this year and have two more on the table to finish 84 in the regular season with a ninth uh, possible in the bowl game, I think um, you know everybody is still kind of uh, realistic to the idea that Iowa State football doesn't have this kind of opportunity a lot. Um, and then they've kind of put that on their shoulders to help make it a more regular occurrence. I know um, it's been talked a lot about the seniors like Jake Campos, Joel Lanning, Alan Lazard kind of helping shape what the season is and, and kind of helping carry it into the future. And that's what I think they're focused on is they can still finish with a, a really good year and something that doesn't, like I said, happen for Iowa State very often. Uh, last thing on football, Dylan. Matt Rule, I found it interesting uh, that, that he was quoted as saying uh, yesterday, I think the quote came out, that that, that he's using Matt Ca- what Matt Campbell is doing at, at, at Iowa State as to what he wants to accomplish at Baylor and, and you know similar timelines, etc. What's Campbell saying about Baylor? Uh, I think you guys had an opportunity to grab him yesterday. What does he say about the Bears? Yeah, he, he said it, I think, a couple times this week that, or maybe one of the coordinators talked about it too. Baylor right now reminds the Iowa State staff a little bit of what they were like last year. Um, obviously, a tough start with some non conference losses and then haven't quite gotten over the hump, obviously, in, in a lot of these big call games. They put themselves in a position to be in a lot of them. Uh, I know they were kind of um, going toe to toe with Oklahoma for a while. Um, they did beat Kansas. They've been close with Texas Tech and other teams like that. So they've, they've kind of uh, found an identity a little bit more. That's kind of what the Iowa State staff has said. They're, they're a little bit mirrored there uh, between first years. And um, Baylor, kind of like Iowa State, is, um, you know, doesn't have rich tradition, although Baylor, like, like we all know, has kind of won in the last several years. Um, but they're still kind of uh, a little bit of an afterthought when you think of Texas TCU and even Texas Tech a little bit. So there's challenges there that exist, and Iowa State has its own challenges. But I think uh, they are kind of uh, similar as you go into um, rebuilding both programs. Basketball to let you go, Dylan, and it's Appalachian State today. They have a 101-point victory already on their resume against something called Tacoa Falls. You know anything about the Mountaineers or, hey, it's a tournament. We're going to see how things go and see really what Brace and Lard look like out there. Yeah, I think that's the big thing for Iowa State is getting Cameron Lard and Hans Brace back. 
at least gives Iowa State a little bit more options and a bigger rotation if the prone chooses to go that way. So I think there should be some defensive things that are helped by their presences. But um, it's kind of like we've talked about before. Iowa State is just going to have to find somebody who can put the ball on the net. Um, you know, you're, no matter how good you are defensively, if, if you can't at least be some sort of have some sort of presence from outside and, and shoot the three ball with somewhat regularity, um, you're going to struggle. So I think that's going to be kind of the interesting thing now that you have those two pieces back in. Does that help any offense get going? Mm. Dylan Mont, James Tribune. Dylan, great stuff. Uh, safe trip to uh, Waco. We will catch up with you Monday after Matt Campbell's press conference. Thank you very much, Dylan Mont. Yeah, thanks, guys. Take care. Good to talk to you. Dylan Mont, Ames Tribune. Uh, Amestrib.com is where you can read Travis Hines, who's with the basketball team, and Dylan Montz, who's covering football, and will do so from Waco. Tom Kakert will do so from, well, the confines of Kinnick Stadium this week as the Purdue Boilermakers pay a visit. It's senior day at Kinnick Stadium. Tom Kakert joins us. Tom Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. Tom, how's things? Well, things are good. Uh, thanks for having me on. No, we, we appreciate you coming on. Top senior day, uh, the linebackers, um, this is a pretty good senior class, a senior class that, you know, uh, was part of that Rose Bowl team, obviously. How will you remember this group, Tom? You know, I kind of look at it from the perspective of kind of the underrated guys that, that really excelled. The Josie Jewell and Akram come to mind mm-hmm. most of all. Guys were two-star guys, and you know Kirk was joking on uh, Tuesday that you know the worst case for Josie would have been yeah you know, he becomes a fullback or something, but uh, you know instead he turns into an All-American. And right. I, I think those are just uh, really good stories. I, I like you know the Boone Myers stories, the guys who are walk-ons that become multi-year starters. Bo Bauer is in that mix as well. Uh, I, I think those are always kind of those are kind of the the core of what Iowa football is, has been about under Kirk Ferentz. You, you mentioned Josie Jewell, and uh, up from my neck of the woods, up in Decorah, he was on his way to play at Luther. D3 <laughs> football. Jeez, that's nuts. Nobody else knew about the guy. Reese Morgan seems to find one of these guys late in the recruiting process every year that he falls in love with, and they get an offer at the, 12th, uh, the 11th hour, and all of a sudden they become Hawkeyes and become all Big Ten players. How about the story of Josie Jewell? You're, you're telling me you and I? You're, you're telling me a D2 school in Minnesota? Nobody? He's going to play D3 football for the Norse? Well, he did have some uh, – you and I was interested, and they were offering some money okay. um, for, for, to get him. But, but a partial scout. He was, yeah, but he was just kind of content. I think his brother played at Luther, so it was just like – he was just like, eh, I'll just kind of go up there and, and be hmm. close to home and hang <laughs> out and – it, we had, it was funny because like a month beforehand, we had kind of gotten wind that, that uh, just keep an eye on Josie. If he, that's going to be the last minute guy that Reese always used. He seems to kind of, he doesn't pound on the desk, but he just keeps bringing <laughs> na- the name up of this kid. And, uh, you know, he's done that in the past with the Brandon Myers, with uh, um, Alan Reisner, uh, Tanner Millers, Mike Elgins, guys like that, that, those last minute guys that they always seem to pick up. Uh, night before signing day, Kirk calls him up and says, "Hey, you got a scholarship." And that's how it went with Josie. And and uh, you know, I, I wasn't 100 percent convinced that he wouldn't have just turned down Iowa and went to Luther. You know, <laughs> really? just how he just just how Josie is. I mean, he's he's just you know he. But uh, I think he's really glad he did. And um, 
and uh, it's turned out well, and he's going to make a living playing football for a while. Sounds like it, no doubt. Tom, help me out with Purdue. Um, you know, I've been back and forth on this team. Obviously, I liked them a whole lot better in September when I saw them just pound the crap out of Missouri, played Louisville tough, uh, beat Minnesota, was right there with with uh, Wisconsin in Madison. Um, no Blau, it's Sindelar. I think I like his arm better than Blau, but this is an awful offensive line. Uh, the Iowa defensive front may be able to do some damage. Help me out with Purdue. It's a game I clearly should win, yet I'm not sure what, what Purdue team is going to show up or that uh, what Iowa team is going to show up, for that matter. Yeah, I don't think we can know what Iowa team is going to show up after what we've seen the last two weeks. Yeah, but point. they have been... They have been considerably better uh, Iowa at home, and Purdue has been considerably um, less on the road uh, this year. Although they did, I mean, that Madison game. You're, I mean, you're exactly right. That's seventeen nine. That's the toughest game mm-hmm. Wisconsin probably had all year to date. Um, but they're, um, yeah, it's. A, I think the big thing with Purdue is they're just so much better defensively now than they were. A year ago, uh, they're you know last year they were giving up 38 points a game, and now it's a uh, touch over 19. So that's a just a market improvement, and that's why they're not losing games by 25 points. They're just they're playing much better defense, and that that allows you to stay in the game. Now we'll see if they can continue that. I I kind of I'm with you. I kind of think the air is out of the balloon a little bit with them at this point in the year, but. You know, you go in there as Jeff Brom this week and say, "Look, we win two more games, we're going to go to a bowl game." Mm-hmm. So you know, you go out and win this week, and you go play Indiana, a team you can beat, and see what see what happens. Should uh, Josh, Josh Jackson go through the ceremonies, a fourth year junior, and the play that he has, and should that be a possibility? If uh, there's a guy like this, it doesn't happen often at Iowa, but a guy like this that appears to be destined for the NFL, I I would be fine with it. I, I yeah. I think those guys deserve that. Um, I'm I'm with you, and I've been saying it for a couple weeks after, you know, just the season he's having and all the NFL people that are all over him at this point. Um, you know, uh, the Bears GM, Ryan Pace, was in the uh, press box on Saturday uh, up in Madison, and I'm sure he's trying to get a look at uh, at Josh Jackson. So, yeah, they're, they're going to have to probably, um, you know, that would be something they should consider, but I, I, it'll never happen at Kirk. Well, you know, you know what? He was probably up there, Ryan Pace. We're both Bears fans, Tom. He's probably looking to bring in Alex Hornibrook. That seems like a, a Bears kind of move, right? <laughs> yeah, that would be a complete Bears move. Yeah, Tom, where, uh, where are the Hawks going bowling? I mean, I know there's still two games left to play. Um, best case, worst case, if you kind of got, uh, you know, if they, if they lose them both, if they go one and one, if they go in two, have you been able to zero in on where you'll be spending the uh, week after Christmas? I would think there's, there's a, a very, very, very small chance, maybe the holiday bowl, but that would include three big 10 teams getting into the New York, New York six bowls. And one of them not being, and, and that doesn't include going to the orange bowl so they'd eat up like four in that top tier with the citrus bowl but other than that i think it's probably i think more likely more than likely music city um foster farm pinstripe maybe in that order yeah i've seen a lot of new york out there hoops for a question uh, just real quick tom uh this this past week i mean they're playing nobody um <laughs> a, a, anything to report on the hardwood at all sounds like mccaffrey's out of that boot and you were the first to report that what's the latest on connor mccaffrey yeah, he's out. He's going to play. 
Um, he was a little under the weather yesterday, but uh, he's planning on playing. I think I think Fran wants to get him out there before they get down to the Cayman Islands starting on Monday and uh, play three games in three days. I think uh, it would benefit Connor to get out there in a legit college game, not an exhibition game, and uh, get a feel for uh, how you have to play. But yeah, we haven't. We won't learn. We haven't learned anything about this team yet, other than I think they're pretty good. But mm-hmm. playing, uh, playing all of Trent's greatest hits, yes. uh, all those, fa- all of his favorite teams, uh, <laughs> we're not going to learn a whole lot. Just brutal. Uh, Macy Daly. He's played well. He's the fourth leading scorer on the team again against a couple of cream puffs. But can he find a role with this team come Big Ten play? Maybe. I, I I'm kind of curious to see if. He could, you know, I think depending on matchup, if you're going up like maybe against some bigger guards or something like mm-hmm. that, yep. if you're going to take Moss out, uh, Brady Ellingson might get exploited in those situations. So you put Macy out there on a bigger guard. I, I think that's intriguing. And he's looked very comfortable out there and playing with much more confidence than he has in the past. Tom Caker at com, abbreviated work week for us next week, Tom. We will... Talk to you on Wednesday. Get our last look at Nebraska and uh, the Hawks on Black Friday. Thank you, Tom Caker. Appreciate it, as always. Okay, thanks, guys. Good to talk Bye. to you. Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com. Last look at the Hawks with Tom. Last look at the clones, Dylan Montz, Ames Tribune. You like Mesh Daly. I can, you bring him up a lot, Trent. I'm intrigued. 6-7 has shot it well this year. Again, limited. I have mm-hmm. some small sample size. Mm-hmm. Just intriguing. I... I kind of had a thing for Christian Williams. Yeah, know? did you? And I was disappointed it never I had a thing for Christian through. Williams in his freshman year. Yeah. And it never broke through. I got a little of that with Macy. A little crush. A little basketball right, crush on Macy Mace Mace Daly. Yeah. So what is his role going to be? I mean, how many minutes is he? Is he 12? Six. Is he, I mean, yeah. I, mean I, I think it's more of a six to eight minute role. Five minutes in the first half, three in the second. You know, something like that. Right. Where... Now, if Isaiah Moss is in foul trouble, mm-hmm. it could be different. But they need something like that. And more than anything, I'm intrigued with him on the defensive end. If he can help out defensively on that side of the court, because yeah, they have some limitations over there now without Christian Williams. And that's maybe more than offensively. I want to see what he could do over there. Cayman Islands is, what time say, Monday it starts, Monday, right? yeah. Louisiana. Uh, then they'll play the winner of South Dakota State, Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, in all likelihood, collide with Cincinnati. No, there'd be one more before Cincinnati. No, that, that would be, be it. Yep. Yeah, Cincinnati in the championship game. I mean, that would make sense, right? If it all goes to seed. Yep. I don't see anybody up top beating the Hawks, and I really don't. The Spiders from Richmond can bite you a little bit. UAB. Iowa State knows oh, a little something yeah. about the Blazers. From, uh, yeah, that's right. Geesh. That was the. Was that three years ago? Yeah. Three years ago, three fourteen right? game. Yes, it was Richmond, the first ever fifteen to beat a two. Remember who they beat in nineteen ninety one? No, Syracuse. Did they? Jim Beheim late at night in East Rutherford, if my memory serves Is correct. Is that right? I remember sitting up late in New Haven, Iowa, watching that one as <laughs> the Cuse went down. What side were you on? Derek Colvin. I love the cues. I was on the wrong side of that one. We'll take a time out. We'll come back. It is the 1 o'clock hour coming up next. Trent and I are here every Monday through Friday from noon until 2, talking local sports with you. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Your home and away voice for UNI football. 1700 KBGG. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. 
Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Bellagio. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Gentlemen, start your ovens. If you're a chef, a foodie, or a guy who likes to cook, we've got the perfect event for you. Guys Night Out, December 5th from 4 to 7 p.m. at Bolton and Hay. Come enjoy savory snacks and beer tastings while you check out the latest and greatest cooking supplies and accessories. Find the perfect kitchen equipment and utensils. Bolton and Hay, 2701 Delaware, Des Moines. And online at boltonhay.com. That's boltonhay.com. Don't miss Guys Night Out, December 5th from 4 to 7 p.m. We can really make you cook. The holidays are coming. Time to clean up at the Home Depot with up to 40% off appliance special buys and 12 months financing on appliance purchases of $299 or more. Like a GE high-efficiency top-load washer and electric dryer. Right now, just $499 each. Black Friday priced and just in time for holiday guests. Our lowest prices of the year, now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only, gas dryer extra. See store for details. Credit offer valid through November 22nd. Subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions apply. You lost? Yes! Medicare is such a maze! United Healthcare can help! Is that why you're driving this bulldozer? Hop in! Choosing a plan doesn't have to be complicated. United Healthcare has the people, tools, and plans to get you through it, including the only Medicare plans with the AARP name. That was easy. Need to find a Medicare plan? Get help now at uhcmedicare.com. AARP Medicare plans from United Healthcare. United Healthcare pays royalty fees to AARP. AARP is not an insurer. This is Charles Osgood. For many businesses, hiring is tough. You want access to highly qualified candidates fast, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, delivering six times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility. Go to Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Des Moines home for sports, news, and a whole lot more. I'm a dick. 